Welcome, brave explorers, to Twisted Dimensions, your portal to the realms where horror, science fiction, and fantasy collide. Each week, we'll guide you through the labyrinth of the uncanny and the extraordinary, where the boundaries of reality blur and the impossible becomes possible. Descend with us into the darkest depths of horror as we venture into the macabre and the grotesque. We'll explore chilling tales of vengeful spirits, creatures that lurk in the shadows, and the unrelenting dread that stalks our most primal fears. We'll leap into the future, immersing ourselves in the world of science fiction. Discover dystopian landscapes, where humanity grapples with technology run amok, and witness the awe-inspiring wonders of the cosmos as we traverse the farthest reaches of the universe. And for those who yearn for enchantment and adventure, we'll delve into the realm of fantasy, journeying through mythical lands of magic, valiant heroes, and timeless legends. Together, we'll navigate the treacherous realms of dragons, sorcerers, and ancient gods. So, whether you're a lover of the eerie, the futuristic, or the fantastical, join us on this thrilling voyage into the unknown. Embrace the shadows, steal your nerves, and step into the world where nightmares and dreams converge as we embark on another enthralling episode of Twisted Dimensions. Welcome to tonight's chilling tale of terror. In the labyrinth of lost memories, a man awakens in a strange laboratory with no memory of who he is or how he got there. Desperate to escape, he discovers he's been transformed into a monster by a group of twisted scientists. As he delves deeper into the labyrinth, he meets Lydia, a mysterious woman who's been working to undo the damage inflicted upon him. Together, they race against time to reverse the horrifying experiments and escape the sinister facility. But can they truly outrun the shadows of their past? Join us as we unravel the secrets within the labyrinth of lost memories. Darkness enveloped him, cradling him in its cold embrace. The distant hum of machines roused him from his slumber, their persistent drone an eerie lullaby. His eyes fluttered open, revealing a stark room filled with shadows. He lay upon a cold metal table, the chill of the surface seeping through his skin. Struggling to remember who he was or how he had come to be in this strange place, he found only emptiness where his memories should have been. The disconcerting silence pressed down on him like a weight, leaving him with nothing but the echo of his own breath and the steady beat of his heart. His chest heaved, the air thick and heavy in his lungs. He tried to move, but his limbs were uncooperative, heavy and unresponsive as if they belonged to someone else. Minutes or perhaps hours seemed to pass as he lay there, trapped in his own body, the darkness his only companion. Gradually, his strength returned and with a groan, he pushed himself upright. His muscles ached, and he felt an overwhelming sense of disorientation. 
He looked around the room, his eyes searching for any hint of familiarity. What had happened to him? Who had done this to him? The questions gnawed at him, driving him to seek answers. Beneath the flickering glow of a single fluorescent light, he found himself in what appeared to be a laboratory. The room was cluttered with a chaotic mess of beakers, test tubes, and sinister-looking devices that hummed with some unknown purpose. The walls, once white, were now stained with age and neglect, peeling paint revealing the concrete beneath. He swung his legs over the side of the table and, with a tentative push, forced his body into a standing position. A wave of dizziness washed over him, and he braced himself against the cold metal surface, waiting for the sensation to pass. As he steadied himself, a cracked mirror on the wall caught his eye. Approaching cautiously, he peered at the reflection of a stranger. The face staring back at him was twisted and grotesque, a patchwork of human and something else entirely. Jagged scars crisscrossed his skin, marking the places where the different pieces of flesh had been sewn together. The sight of his monstrous appearance sent a jolt of terror through him, his heart pounding furiously in his chest. He reached up to touch his face, his fingers tracing the rough edges of the scars as if trying to find some semblance of humanity beneath the ruined visage, but there was no denying the truth, he was no longer the man he had once been. As he stood there, staring into the mirror, the room seemed to close in on him. The shadows grew darker, the hum of machinery louder, and the air colder. It was as if the very essence of the laboratory sought to smother him, to snuff out the last spark of his humanity and leave him with nothing but the darkness. With a shudder, he forced himself to look away from the mirror. He couldn't let the fear consume him, he had to find answers, to uncover the truth about what had happened to him. The room held no answers, but perhaps, hidden within the depths of the laboratory, he would find the clues he sought. He took a deep breath and stepped away from the mirror, his eyes scanning the room for any sign of an exit. He spotted a door tucked into one corner, its surface marred by scratches and dents, as if something had tried to claw its way out. As he approached the door, he felt a sudden, inexplicable sense of dread. The air grew heavier, pressing down on him like an invisible weight. He hesitated, his hand hovering inches from the door handle, his instincts screaming at him to turn back, to retreat to the safety of the room he had awakened in. But he knew that safety was an illusion, a fleeting comfort that would do nothing to change his circumstances. With a deep breath, he steeled himself and grasped the handle, feeling the cold metal bite into his skin. The door creaked open, revealing a dimly lit hallway that stretched out before him like a yawning chasm. The flickering lights cast eerie shadows on the walls, their ghostly shapes dancing in the periphery of his vision. He stepped into the hallway, the door closing behind him with a soft click that echoed in the silence. The air was stale, filled with the acrid scent of chemicals and the faint, persistent hum of machinery. It was a stark contrast to the room he had left behind, and he couldn't help but feel as if he had ventured into the belly of some great beast, its unseen eyes watching his every move. As he walked, his footsteps echoed in the emptiness, the sound bouncing off the walls and mingling with the hum of the machines. The hallway seemed to stretch on forever, an endless maze of concrete and steel that twisted and turned in upon itself. He passed door after door, each one locked and bolted, 
their surfaces marred by scratches and dents that spoke of untold horrors. He couldn't shake the feeling that he was being watched, that the shadows concealed the eyes of some unseen observer who tracked his progress through the labyrinth. The whispers of his own thoughts grew louder, their sinister tones rising in pitch until they filled his head with a cacophony of doubt and fear. Who was he? What had happened to him? What was this place, and what purpose did it serve? The questions gnawed at him, a persistent itch that refused to be scratched. But he pushed on, driven by an insatiable need for answers and a stubborn refusal to let the darkness consume him. Time seemed to lose all meaning as he wandered the labyrinth, the hours blurring together in a haze of exhaustion and disorientation. Eventually, he stumbled upon a small alcove tucked away in a forgotten corner of the hallway. A flickering light illuminated a battered metal bench, its once white paint chipped and rusted, and a vending machine that hummed softly to itself. Exhausted, he sank down onto the bench, his body aching and his mind reeling from the endless parade of locked doors and whispered questions. He closed his eyes, seeking solace in the darkness, and for a moment, he found it. The whispers ceased, the hum of the machines fading into the background as his thoughts finally stilled. But the respite was short-lived. The sound of footsteps reached his ears, the soft, measured tread of someone approaching. His eyes snapped open, and he scanned the dimly lit hallway, searching for the source of the noise. He caught a glimpse of a figure, its form obscured by the shadows. The figure moved closer, its footsteps echoing in the emptiness, and as it stepped into the flickering light, he saw the white lab coat in the gleam of a sinister smile. His heart raced, and he knew that he had been found. The time for hiding was over, and the time for answers had begun. As the figure in the lab coat moved closer, he scrambled to his feet, his body tensed and ready to flee or fight. The strangers stopped just a few feet away, their features becoming clearer in the flickering light. It was a woman, her face pale and gaunt, with dark circles beneath her eyes that spoke of sleepless nights and unending worry. Despite her haggard appearance, there was an air of authority and determination about her. Who are you? He asked, his voice barely more than a whisper, cracked and raw from disuse. My name is Dr. Lydia Jameson, she replied, her tone measured and even. I've been searching for you. Why? He demanded, his eyes narrowing with suspicion. What do you want from me? Dr. Jameson hesitated, her gaze darting away for a moment before returning to meet his. I want to help you, she said softly. I know what they did to you, and I want to make it right. He scoffed, the sound bitter and angry. How can you possibly make this right? He gestured to his scarred and disfigured face, his voice rising in pitch. Look at me. I'm a monster. Lydia stepped closer, her expression filled with sympathy and sorrow. I know what you're going through must be terrifying and confusing, but I promise you, there is hope. We can find a way to reverse what they've done to you, to restore your humanity. He stared at her, his mind racing with questions and doubts. Could he trust her? Was she truly trying to help, or was this just another twisted experiment, another layer of the nightmare he had found himself trapped in? But as he looked into her eyes, he saw a glimmer of hope a flicker of something that might just be genuine concern and compassion. What do I have to do? 
He asked, his voice barely audible, weighed down by the burden of his newfound hope. Follow me, she replied, turning and heading back down the dimly lit hallway. There's a safe place we can go, somewhere we can talk and plan without fear of being discovered. He hesitated for a moment, torn between the desire for answers and the fear of what might await him. But the need for understanding, the drive to reclaim his lost memories and identity, ultimately won out. He took a deep breath and followed Dr. Jameson, his footsteps echoing in the silence as they ventured deeper into the labyrinth. As they walked, Lydia explained how she had once been a part of the team of scientists responsible for his transformation. She spoke of the experiments they had conducted, the unethical and horrific methods they had employed in their quest to create the ultimate weapon. But when she had seen the suffering their work had caused, the lives they had destroyed, she had decided that she could no longer stand by and let the atrocities continue. I had to do something, she said, her voice filled with determination and conviction. I couldn't just stand by and let them turn innocent people into monsters. As they continued, he found himself beginning to trust her, her sincerity and commitment to righting the wrongs she had helped create slowly chipping away at the walls he had built around himself. She seemed to understand the pain and fear that gnawed at him, the confusion and anger that threatened to consume him. Finally, they reached a hidden door, tucked away behind a row of old filing cabinets that had been pushed against the wall. Lydia produced a key from her pocket and unlocked the door, revealing a small, dimly lit room filled with an array of computer equipment and medical supplies. Welcome to our sanctuary, she said, gesturing for him to enter. This is where I've been working on a way to reverse the effects of the experiments, to undo the damage they've done to you and others like you. He stepped inside, his eyes scanning the room with a mixture of curiosity and trepidation. It was a stark contrast to the cold, sterile laboratories he had seen earlier, with the cluttered space giving it an almost homey feel. The walls were lined with shelves filled with books and folders, their spines worn and faded from years of use. In the center of the room, a large table held an array of computers and monitors, their screens flickering with lines of code and data. We don't have much time, Lydia said, moving to one of the computers and beginning to type furiously. The others will realize you're missing soon, and they'll come looking for us? We need to find a way to counteract the procedures they performed on you before they can track us down. As she worked, he found himself drawn to the shelves of books, their worn spines and faded covers a testament to the knowledge they contained. He ran his fingers along their edges, feeling the weight of the words they held, the power of the secrets they guarded. You can read them later, Lydia said, glancing up from her work. For now, we need to focus on finding a way to reverse what they've done to you. He nodded, tearing his gaze away from the books and moving to her side. As he watched her work, he marveled at the speed and precision with which she typed, her fingers dancing across the keys as if they were an extension of her own mind. What exactly did they do to me? He asked, his voice barely audible, a tremor of fear running through him at the thought of the horrors he had been subjected to. Lydia paused for a moment, her fingers hovering above the keys. They experimented on you, she said softly, her voice filled with sorrow and regret. They took your body and your memories, and they twisted and warped them, turning you into something. Else. 
something they could control and manipulate for their own purposes. He felt a surge of anger at her words, a burning rage that threatened to consume him. Why? He demanded, his voice shaking with fury. What did I ever do to deserve this? You didn't deserve any of this, Lydia replied, her gaze filled with sympathy and understanding. They chose you because you were strong, because you had a will to survive that they could exploit for their own gain. But we're going to change that. We're going to take back control of your life and give you the chance to be human again. As they worked together, the hours passed in a blur of determination and purpose. The dimly lit room became their haven, a sanctuary in the heart of the labyrinth where they could fight against the darkness that sought to claim him. But despite their efforts, the shadows continued to close in, the whispers of his past growing louder and more insistent with each passing moment. He knew that time was running out, that the horrors of the laboratory were drawing ever closer. And as they toiled away in their secret refuge, he couldn't help but wonder if their efforts would be enough, or if he was doomed to remain a monster forever. As the hours wore on, Lydia's fingers flew over the keyboard, her eyes scanning the screen for any hint of a solution. She muttered to herself, her voice a blend of frustration and determination. He stood beside her, watching her work, his heart pounding with a mixture of fear and hope. Eventually, Lydia's eyes widened as she stumbled upon something significant. I think I've found it, she said, excitement creeping into her voice. There's a compound that might be able to counteract the changes they made to your body, to restore your humanity. What is it? He asked, his heart racing at the prospect of regaining his former life. It's a formula I've been developing in secret for months, she explained, her eyes never leaving the screen. It's a delicate balance of chemicals designed to reverse the effects of the experiments they performed on you. But we need to act quickly. The longer we wait, the more difficult it will be to undo the damage. With renewed urgency, they set to work on synthesizing the compound, their hands moving with practiced precision as they mixed and measured the ingredients. The room was filled with the hum of machinery and the sharp tang of chemicals as they labored, the shadows of their past lurking at the edges of their consciousness. Finally, the compound was ready, a small vial of clear liquid that seemed to shimmer with the promise of redemption. Lydia handed it to him, her hands trembling slightly as she did so. This is it, she said, her voice filled with a mixture of hope and apprehension. This could be the key to restoring your humanity. He stared at the vial, feeling the weight of his future resting in the palm of his hand. What do I do? He asked, his voice barely audible. You need to inject it, Lydia replied, her eyes locked on his. It's designed to target the specific changes they made to your body, to reverse them and restore your natural state. Taking a deep breath, he took the syringe from her and rolled up his sleeve, exposing the scarred flesh of his arm. With a steadying exhale, he plunged the needle into his skin, his heart pounding in anticipation. As the liquid coursed through his veins, he felt a surge of warmth, a tingling sensation that seemed to radiate outward from the injection site. He closed his eyes, willing the compound to work, to erase the horrors that had been inflicted upon him and grant him a second chance at life. Slowly, he could feel the change taking place, the unnatural strength that had been forced upon him beginning to wane.
The pain in his body lessened, the constant, searing agony that had become his constant companion fading into a dull ache. His vision seemed to sharpen, the world around him regaining the vibrancy and color that had been stolen from him. As the transformation progressed, the weight of the memories that had haunted him began to lift, the whispered voices of his past growing quiet. He looked at Lydia, his eyes wide with wonder and gratitude. I think it's working, he whispered, his voice filled with awe and disbelief. A smile spread across Lydia's face, her eyes shining with tears of joy. I knew we could do it, she said, her voice filled with pride and relief. I knew we could find a way to save you. But their moment of triumph was short-lived, as the sound of pounding footsteps echoed through the hallway outside. The other scientists had discovered their escape and were closing in, determined to recapture their lost experiment and reclaim their control over him. We need to leave, Lydia said, her voice urgent. Now. Together, they raced through the labyrinth, their footsteps echoing through the dimly lit corridors as they fled from their pursuers. The adrenaline coursing through their veins lent them speed and strength, their hearts pounding in time with the relentless pursuit that followed. The twisting passageways seemed to stretch on forever, an endless maze of shadows and fear. But Lydia's determination never wavered, her resolve guiding them through the darkness as they sought to escape the horrors of the laboratory. As they turned a corner, they could hear the sound of their pursuers growing louder, the angry shouts and pounding footsteps drawing closer with each passing moment. Panic threatened to engulf him, but Lydia's steady presence kept him focused, her unyielding belief in their cause a beacon of hope in the face of overwhelming despair. With the angry voices of their pursuers growing louder, they burst through a heavy metal door and found themselves in a large, dimly lit chamber. A series of catwalks and platforms loomed above them, the machinery they supported humming with power. In the center of the room, a massive cylindrical chamber filled with a swirling, pulsating energy beckoned to them, its purpose unclear but undeniably ominous. This is it, Lydia whispered, her voice filled with a mixture of awe and terror. This is the heart of their operation, the source of their power. If we can destroy this, we can put an end to their experiments once and for all. As they stood before the towering chamber, the sound of the door behind them crashing open sent a jolt of terror through them. Their pursuers had found them, their faces twisted with rage and determination as they closed in. With no time to lose, Lydia raced to a nearby control panel, her fingers flying over the buttons and switches as she sought a way to disable the chamber. He stood beside her, his gaze fixed on the approaching scientists, his body tensed and ready to fight if necessary. We don't have much time, Lydia said, her voice filled with urgency. We need to overload the chamber, to create a chain reaction that will destroy the entire facility. As she worked, he could feel the air in the room growing heavier, the energy in the chamber beginning to pulse with a dangerous intensity. The walls seemed to tremble, the machinery groaning in protest as the power surged and built. With a final push of a button, Lydia initiated the overload, the chamber glowing with a blinding light as the energy reached a critical mass. We need to get out of here, she shouted, grabbing his hand and pulling him towards the door. They raced through the crumbling facility, the sound of explosions and shattering glass filling the air as the destruction spread. The walls shook and buckled, 
the floor beneath them heaving and splitting as they ran, their breaths coming in ragged gasps as they pushed their bodies to their limits. With the inferno of destruction closing in behind them, they burst through a final door and into the cool night air, their lungs burning as they gulped down the fresh, clean oxygen. The ground beneath them shook as the facility collapsed in on itself, the screams and cries of their pursuers swallowed up in the chaos. As they stood beneath the night sky, the flames of the ruined laboratory casting flickering shadows across their faces, he looked at Lydia, his eyes filled with gratitude and awe. Thank you, he whispered, his voice thick with emotion. You saved me. Lydia smiled, her eyes shining with the knowledge that their struggle was finally over. We saved each other, she replied softly, her hand reaching out to clasp his. Now, let's go find the life that was stolen from you. Together, they walked away from the ruins of the laboratory, their steps taking them further from the darkness that had once consumed them. The night stretched out before them, a vast expanse of possibility and promise, the stars above shining with the light of a thousand new beginnings. As they moved further from the smoldering wreckage of the facility, he couldn't help but marvel at the world around him. The cool grass beneath his feet, the gentle whisper of the wind through the trees, the distant call of a night bird, all of these sensations were new and wondrous, a testament to the humanity he had reclaimed. Lydia walked beside him, her eyes scanning the horizon for any signs of pursuit, her hands still clasped tightly in his. Though they had escaped the immediate danger, they both knew that the battle was far from over. There were others like him, victims of the twisted experiments that had stolen their lives and turned them into monsters. And there were those who would seek to continue the work of the scientists, to exploit the power they had uncovered for their own twisted ends. But for now, they were free. Free to walk the earth as humans once more, to reclaim the lives that had been stolen from them and forge a new path through the darkness. As they walked, he couldn't help but think of the others who had been lost to the experiments, the countless souls who had been twisted and broken by the scientists' cruel ambitions. He knew that his freedom had come at a cost, that the path they had chosen was not an easy one. But as he looked into Lydia's eyes, he saw the fire of determination that burned within her, the unwavering belief that they could make a difference in the world. Together, they would fight against the darkness, to bring hope and healing to those who had been lost. And in doing so, they would find their own redemption, a chance to rebuild the lives that had been taken from them and to forge a new future, free from the shadows of the past. The road ahead was long and filled with uncertainty, but as they walked hand in hand beneath the star-studded sky, they knew that they were not alone. For in their hearts, they carried the knowledge that they had survived the labyrinth of lost memories and emerged stronger for it. And in the face of the darkness that threatened to consume them, they would stand together, a beacon of hope and defiance against the forces that sought to control them. And so, they walked on, their steps carrying them into the unknown, their hearts filled with the courage and conviction that they would one day change the world. Thank you for joining us on this chilling journey through the labyrinth of lost memories. We hope you enjoyed this harrowing tale of darkness and redemption. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your fellow horror enthusiasts. 
Your support means the world to us, and it helps us bring you more spine-tingling stories to keep you awake at night. Until next time, sleep well and remember, the shadows of the past are never too far behind.